0: This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly by Retail Insider. I'm Lee Rivett and I'm joined with the owner and publisher of Retail Insider Media, Craig Patterson, to discuss this week's most read articles on retail-insider.com. So thanks for joining me, Craig.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Now, we're currently recording on March the 23rd, 2023, and there's a number of changes unfolding on Blur Street in downtown Toronto over the last while that we wanted to cover during this podcast. Now, for those of you who aren't as familiar, Blur Street is in downtown Toronto in the upscale Yorkville shopping district, and in my mind's eye, I can see it between Yonge Street and Avenue Road, it was often in the past called the Mink Mile, but Since you've been living there for quite some time, Craig, you're our absolute resident expert on Blur Street. So where would
1: you like to take us first? Well, I wanted to give a little bit of an update on Blur Street. Specifically, we call it the luxury run. It used to be called the Mink Mile. One of our uh, stories which got all kinds of reactions was uh, that Fabric Land is going to be moving into the former H&M space, which is located at 15 Blur Street West. Yeah, I was surprised. Didn't see that coming. Quite an interesting movement, I think, because Mm -hmm. uh, this store is going to be located right next to a building called The One, which uh, will have some apartments. They're currently for sale uh, near the top of the building, uh, close to $40 million each. And Mm -hmm. uh, the door into that building is going to be located right next to Fabric Land. So you'll have Fabric Land on one side, and I'm assuming an Apple store on the other it's been out in the press now in the news that this is happening. Hopefully there was some litigation, but uh, we're all praying that Apple still opens right at the corner of Young and Bloor at 1 Bloor Street West. But there's some other stuff happening there besides the Apple potential, right? So I want to just hop across Young Street quickly on Bloor just to uh, quickly talk about that because uh, we just saw some construction hoarding going up for a LensCrafters store. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not right. Yeah, the most exciting announcement, but nevertheless at 33 Bloor <laughs> Street East, it's going to be opening there right next to Cafe Landor, which I actually enjoy. It's a great restaurant from uh, I think Tel Aviv across the street is uh, the Hudson's Bay center. Actually, I'm not sure what it's called right now because the Hudson Bay store is self-closed and there's going to be a major uh, redevelopment happening there. And, and we don't have all the details, but there's a W hotel now right at the corner of Young and Bloor at one Bloor street East uh, is currently a Nordstrom rack store. Of course, it's no secret at this point that Nordstrom is going to be vacating Canada, which means that this store is going to have to close. Mm. So um, Dustin, our editor-in-chief, Dustin Foos, and I had a nice meeting with First Capital Realty recently, and we were just discussing what could maybe go in there. But nothing's confirmed yet. It's it's just too soon, uh, and no tenants have been secured regardless. But uh, some big things are going to be happening there at the uh, uh, 1 Blur Street East. Mm. So what's happening west of Young Street on Blur? Now, west of Young Street, there's some interesting stuff happening. We reported a few months ago that Lululemon is going to be opening this large three-story flagship store. I can't talk today. Uh, right at the corner. So this is going to be super-duper prominent. You're going to have, I'm assuming, hopefully, Apple on one corner. You're going to have whatever's replacing Nordstrom Rack on the other corner. Whatever's going to be going on at the uh, Hudson's Bay Center. There's big stuff coming. And then you've got this Lululemon. Lemon flagship store that's going to be open, I think, at the end of this year uh, is hmm. what they were saying. I mean, it depends on construction, but that was uh, what we were told before. So it could be early 2024, hopefully not too long, but uh, then you'll have fabric land. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to uh, take listeners up the street, basically, with just with some information on what's happening. Uh, unfortunately, just given the time of this recording, I'm not allowed to say all the tenants that are coming in, but I am quite aware. So uh, in, in a real summary, I would say things are not bad on Blur Street, even if it looks like there's lots of vacancies and whatnot. Well, things are spoken for, and people just don't know that yet. So, And I don't even know 100% everything that's happening. There's something big happening that um, I will touch on but be very vague about. So, um, Now, a few retailers did shut down during the pandemic on Blur Street. Fossil left uh, its space uh, in the Holt Renfrew Center, which faces onto Blur Street, so it had a door on Blur Street. I believe that's still for lease, but uh, I know that the former main floor of the Zara space has been leased to a, a very well-known retailer that I'm not allowed to name yet, but uh, it's quite an exciting announcement. So uh, we'll be announcing that on Retail Insider soon. Another retailer, I'm not allowed to name it yet, um, but it's Canadian, uh, will be opening next to the current uh, location for Saint So So Holt Renfrew has a Saint boutique uh with its own door. And uh, then at 60 Blur Street West, you've got Aloe Yoga and this retailer is going to be taking that 3,800 square foot space between those two. Mm. Um, And again, I think this is going to be a great addition to the neighbourhood. And what about Holt Renfrew itself? During the pandemic, it got a new facade, which is quite interesting. It looks a bit like the Nordstrom store at the CF Toronto Eaton Centre. The first floor was, the renovation was completed uh, during the pandemic. There's, I think, 12 luxury brand concessions there. So it's almost like a shopping mall. I prefer Gucci and Bendy and Dior and David Yerman and Balenciaga and a bunch of other brands, some of which may not be there in a few months. I don't know if Balenciaga is going to stay, but it's I think there right now. And uh, the second floor is I think still, well, it is still under renovation. It's been partially uh, reopened with a new boutique for Chanel and Celine and a beautiful spot for Gucci. Uh, There's this really Instagrammable space for stylists and anyone to try stuff on called the studio at, There's going to be more coming on that floor as well. So Holt Renfrew, this is their, I call it the mothership because it's the flagship of flagships. It's their Toronto location. The headquarters are in the office building at 60 Bloor uh, connected to it, essentially. So there's going to be some movement there. And Holt has a separate
0: men's store that's not connected to the mothership that's further down on Bloor Street, right?
1: Right now at 100 Bloor Street West is a standalone Holt Renfrew men's store. It's about 16,000 square feet or so. And um, it's going to be moving to the third floor of the Holt Renfrew store, which is the top floor. Mm. Um, and so I actually did write this article, but then I, I spoke to some sales associates down—I downstairs because I live above the men's store. And um, they were giving me some more information. It sounds like Tom Ford is going to be a, uh, one of the luxury brands coming in. And that menswear will occupy about two-thirds of the third floor of um, the Holt Renfrew mothership, if we want to call it that. Well, with the entire men's store location from offsite
0: coming back into the mothership, is there anything being displaced in the mothership that we should talk about? Because that's a lot of stuff that needs to find a new home if it's displacing something, or is it just like empty space that's currently used for storage or
1: something? You know, it's actually all women's contemporary uh, fashions, so uh, that. Might be a bit well, it will be smaller in terms of square footage, but what I was told, I was asking some questions afterwards, and apparently, there's some office and storage space in the back, quite a bit of it on the third floor that can be uh repurposed for retail, so they're looking at I think moving some stuff into the adjacent office tower, perhaps it's going to be some offices or storage or something. I'm not quite sure what we'll find out, but uh yes, there is going to be more space, but that floor is less than thirty thousand square feet, so it's still not gigantic um, in comparison. I mean, maybe it's too large, but the men's uh, floor at Holt Renfrew Ogilvy in Montreal is about 40,000 square feet. But it's mm-hmm. also very spacious. I mean, they probably don't need that much space, especially in Montreal, because the sales aren't quite as high as Toronto or Vancouver. But uh, nevertheless, I mean, it's Holt Renfrew Ogilvy is spectacular, but Holt Renfrew probably doesn't need a 40,000 square foot men's store. That's that's no. quite big. So. Uh, Harry Rosen I think has about that much space so it's, uh, we're, which is at 82 Bloor Street West, we'll be talking about that one shortly and now I had oh, been told before cool. the pandemic that Holt Renfrew had been looking at um, expanding Women's Contemporary into this actual, there's about 30,000 square feet of unused space within the store that's located below the shoe floor which is known as the mezzanine and above the main floor which has the luxury concessions so um, that as of yet is not being part of this renovation, but at some point it may be used. Maybe they'll just use it for storage forever. I don't know, but it's a lot of space. So, oh. um, you know, I'm sure something at some point is going to happen there. So Holt Renfrew has definitely been, uh, doing lots of upgrades to its store and, uh, these will continue on for the well, for until 2025, probably because that's when, uh, uh, or the men's store should open, I think in late 2024, but we'll see where the construction goes and whatnot. I mean, we know there's always going to be some delays. Mm-hmm.
0: When I take a look at the new Aloe Yoga location, which is smushed right up next to the mothership of Holt Renfrew, there's some interesting stuff happening at the Bay and Blur intersection as well. Do you want to hop into that next?
1: Now, Alo Yoga, I mentioned that one before. at 60 Blur Street West at the corner of Bay and Blur. I've been told the sales are actually very good. Um Yoga is expanding. It's got a store at Yorkdale. It's building one at the CF Toronto Eaton Centre. And then uh, there's a Burke's Jewelry store at the Manulife Centre. Uh, I won't go into the Manulife Center too much. What's going on there? It's got Eataly upstairs, but uh, Burks is there. There is a Van Cleef & Arpels boutique um, connected to Burks that's uh, licensed. And I have no idea. Well, I mean, I I would doubt it would stay open, to be honest. Uh, Van Cleef & Arpels is currently building a store at 100 Bloor Street West. And I'll go into that a bit more because I wanted to keep this discussion kind of moving westward along the street. Perfect. So continuing along with our blur street trip, we are now crossing over Bay street. So I think you have a couple articles that happened here as well, right now on Bay street, I wrote an article about Hakeem optical. Um, that store had closed for non-payment of rent and, uh, the store has since reopened, uh, but only temporarily something big is going to be happening at that corner and I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to say anything else, but that's going to be one to watch. So, uh, Next to that is uh, an office building and a Harry Rosen store. So there's 80 Blur Street West, which is an office building. It's got uh, a root store in it as well as, well, it used to be Banana Republic. And there's a Good Life Fitness up there and some offices. And at 82 Blur Street West facing onto Bel Air Street uh, is the Harry Rosen flagship store. So at some point in the future, these buildings will be demolished. It's uh, been approved for a new tall tower. I believe it's 72 floors, but we should probably chat with the people at Harry Rosen and just see, you know, whenever that store has to move or relocate, what are they planning to do? I don't know. And are they moving back into that building? Cause I I looked at some plans a couple of years ago and, it looked like they had a good 30,000 square foot retail space in there. So maybe that's where Harry Rosen will be moving back into. I don't know. I don't know, but like, that's just totally my speculation. Don't hold me to that. Anyone listening to this, I am just guessing at this point, cause I didn't ask the question. So uh, I, I probably should, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> yeah. all in, all in due course. Well, and
0: across the street, there's also a development application that's going on and that's across from
1: Harry Rosen at, you know, blur and Bay, right? So there is a proposal to do a tower there. I think 78 floors is what they're proposing. And, uh, very high density with over a thousand residential units starting at 83 blur street west up to 95 a blur street west which is uh fronting onto saint thomas street right now there are stores in there that are on a bit more of a temporary lease i guess you would say brooks brothers is there for a bit COS, which is one of the brands from h&m is there um apm monaco uh, the jeweler is there m0851 which is a uh, leather goods brand uh, from montreal is there And uh, then eventually, I mean, there was going to be, well, Fire and Flower Cannabis never did open. MCM is there, the luxury brand. uh, um, I'm not sure for how much longer it opened at Yorkdale. But uh, nevertheless, these buildings eventually will be demolished. So anything there is more of a, I don't want to say a pop-up, but it's on a more of a temporary lease on that side of the street. And then um, I do know someone on the BIA I was speaking to, and they're uh, pushing back on this, as well as I think the Resident Association probably is pushing back with the height and the density and everything else there. Um, one other pushback I would be giving is create some amazing retail space. I haven't analyzed the building too closely, but I think there's an opportunity to put really great retail and integrate the neighborhood through these projects whenever this happens. Cause it may not happen for years in terms of the actual construction, but when there's,
0: when you cross over St. Thomas street, isn't there construction there as well? When you cross St.
1: Thomas street, uh, you're getting into a new, uh, under construction, Rolex store. Nice. So, Mm. Uh, I'm excited to see that open. That's going to be run by Royal de Versailles, which is a jewelry store located in the same building. That's Mm. at 101 Bloor. Um, I'm sure Rolex is going to be a wonderful addition to the neighborhood. What about 100 Bloor Street West? Um, Onto 100 Bloor Street West, which is currently home to, uh, well, a, a few interesting retailers. There's Holt Renfrew Men, which, as I mentioned before, is going to be moving back into the Mothership Holt Renfrew store. Yes. Uh, There's a beautiful Hermes store in there, which is not going anywhere, I'm sure. It's terrific, and it apparently does quite well. And uh, under construction currently is Van Cleef and Arpels. So there's been some hammering down there. uh, This construction will start with a new facade and new everything else. So So this is kind of the luxury run, right? Like, where does it start in your mind? I I kind of look at Harry Rosen as being the uh, eastward anchor of this stretch of luxury stores, which moves towards Avenue road, essentially not that the part of the street where Holt Renfrew is, is not part of the luxury street, but it really starts to get serious for a few hundred feet as you get just on the other side of Bel Air street or St. Thomas street, depending which side of uh, uh, North or South on Bloor street that you are. So is there any space around there that you're disappointed in? What is, doesn't seem to be having activity unfortunately yet is the um, former pottery barn space. Uh, There was a Mercedes Benz pop-up in there. That was a really fun, event or I mean a, a place to be actually I went to an event there with Christopher Bates but uh nevertheless I think it's hard to lease because the facade can't be modified too much it's considered to be a heritage facade and then there's a space for uh, uh that was for ace and uh next to 10 and uh, I know that it's being shown to prospective tenants so, so. It, it's not I don't believe it's been leased yet or at least I haven't been told anything but then 110 Bloor Street West is that's where the winner's store is but downstairs Uh, I reported on Saint Laurent, the luxury brand. It's going to be opening its by far largest store in Canada. It's going to be over 10,000 square feet. Um, The same uh, 110 Bloor, because it's got a few different retail spaces facing Bloor Street. um, It's going to have uh, uh, Alexander Wang, the New York City-based fashion designer, is going to have a store in there. Next to that, I think, is still going to be Anne Fontaine, uh, known for white shirts, beautiful white shirts and different designs. So uh, 110 Bloor Street is going to be very exciting. In the basement, there's going to be a concept called Othership, which is a bit of a health and uh, wellness concept. Uh, I'm going to have to go and explore it a bit myself and some other stuff coming in too that I'm not going to talk about yet. But uh, there's a big, exciting announcement at the back of the building that uh, uh, we'll be announcing probably pretty soon, actually.
0: Well, it's a little odd to me to see a Winters and Homes sense across the street from uh, Cartier. So what's your thought on the neighborhood having such a,
1: a wide difference of retailers literally across the street from each other? That's a good question, actually. Now, people like me in the neighborhood definitely shop at Winners, and I'm glad it's there. I've been told it's one of the top stores in the entire company. In Canada, that is, I should say. I don't know about the American stores, but...
0: I'm just curious, but what's the experience like when you go into that Winners? Like, is it the same experience as any other Winners from around Canada? Mm-hmm. Or is there a different like experience bar or expectation since it's
1: across the street from a Cartier is, is it doing well, by the way? Um, apparently it does quite well. But okay. I mean, I do have a message for winners. Um, I, I think the store should be upgraded a little bit in terms of oh. the way that it looks inside. Uh, given that it is in this luxury area, it really isn't amaz- an amazing store. And also, the more importantly, I think the product selection inside. Um, it does not have, at least not for quite a while since I've been going in there, the runway collection, which is where they bring in some of the luxury brands. I think that would do quite well Um, when it was there before. I I would think it would do well on Bloor Street. But, uh, you know, you can go down to the one at College Park and sometimes they've got that there. But um, I I don't think it's not going anywhere. It's not shutting down with this renovation. So it is going to stay. This is what I've been told. Uh, The store is doing very well. Uh, Again, people like me will pop in there and shop so it can get quite busy. But um, I I think they should still just make it a bit more of a showpiece given its location. I'm going to shift back quickly to the south side of the street because we're almost finished here. Um, just because the other retailers there aren't really moving. I mean, Gucci did a bit of a reno and expansion during the pandemic. Burberry, Tiffany and & Company, and uh, Louis Vuitton are still there. Um, I don't believe they're going anywhere, at least not yet. On the south side of the street is the Colonnade, which is uh, 131 Bloor Street West. It was Canada's first mixed-use building to have uh, retail, office, and residential all-in-one building. I think completed it in the late 50s. Is there anything new in the area? We've got a new Salvador Ferragamo flagship that's going to be opening. It'll be a first-in-the-world concept store, so I'm excited to see what this is going to look like. I think Cartier uh, is going to be expanding into the uh, adjacent space. I'm not 100% sure on this, but this is something that I was told. Michael Kors used to be there, and then it was a pop-up for, I think, Hillary McMillan. Nevertheless, you know, the the Colonnade has a beautiful, huge Dior flagship store, and it's got uh, Prada, which has a gigantic store, and William Ashley, known for tableware and whatnot, and gifts. and Really fun store. I enjoy it. Uh, Montclair is there. I don't think Montclair is doing that well, to be honest. It's what I've been told. And then I think uh, Morgard owns the Colonnade. They're going to have to do some extra tenanting here because Escada shut down. There's a pop-up for, uh, I think it's OTW, um, a sneaker store. That's not going to stay. I don't think that's an appropriate retailer for that location anyways. But um, Bogner was in there before, the German um, luxury ski brand. Um, Jumping over to the Dolce Gabbana store, Uh, that will be closing. And I know that some luxury brands have been looking at taking its place. Fine, um, the Club Monaco building, I'm not going to touch that one right now, but something's in the works there. Uh, finally, and uh, 151 Blur Street is an office building. There's uh, retailers down there that renewed their leases. It was uh, Peloton, Mont Blanc, which I know uh, Yorkdale's is going to get a renovation, not, not downtown. And uh, Max Mera is there. And then there's going to be an um, upscale children's uh, clothing store opening where cool. Stuart Weitzman used to be. Cool. Well, it sounds like
0: there's a lot going on on Bloor Street there. So just to wrap up, what's your thought on the overall for that neighbourhood?
1: We'll be continuing to report on what's happening on Bloor Street, as well as in the Bloor-Yorkville area, because uh, Yorkville Avenue itself is getting some pretty exciting retailers. Uh, We were talking about me talking about Yorkville Avenue during this podcast, but I, I just think there's too many moving parts for me to into that right now because uh, I do know quite a bit about what's going on and it's way more exciting than I expected uh, but I'm just not permitted to talk about some of these retailers and then a couple of the deals are sort of contingent on some potential redevelopment plans in terms of the terms of them and how long they'll be there for but I think they will be so anyways um, we'll just leave it at Bloor Street for now and nevertheless uh, Bloor Street is still in a state of transition I think for the most part, it's all good news. And uh, we'll be reporting on this as well as what's happening on Yorkville Avenue. Well, thank you very much for going through this specific neighborhood, especially since you live there. And otherwise, I'll chat with you next week, Craig. Thank you so much, Lee. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening today. Take care and bye for now.